0: Let's go to Collector's Corner. Once a week, we catch up with someone who likes to collect things. And today, I'm joined by Dez Barnes. Hi, Dez. Hi, how are you? Oh, good, thank you. Really nice to meet you. Now, tell us, what
1: do you collect? I collect um, bladed weapons.
0: Bladed weapons.
1: Swords, bayonets, yeah. daggers, um, and a and associated items of armor and that type of thing. You know, but from what no, era, Des? I, no, avoid the guns. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah okay, good idea. Um, from what era are you talking about? Like, are they vintage arms?
1: Oh, yes, uh, vintage arms, anything from about um, uh, 5000 BC to... What?
0: Um, <laughs> are you serious? Well,
1: I'm serious, yeah. Yeah, I've got a bronze dagger that dates from that period that come out of um, Iran or somewhere in that region uh, from Lur- a place called or a province called Luristan. Oh my um, gosh. It's about, I don't know, yeah, about eight inches long. No hilt on it, just two holes where it was, would have been, a wooden uh, handle would have been tied on and um, but it's just the bronze blade that's been cast and yeah,
0: is that your most treasured item?
1: Oh, it's one of one of my favourites. So it's a, um, yeah, it's one because it's antiquity, and um, uh, it's a, it was a start. It predates the Iron Age, and um, and then weapons that were de- principally developed from the discovery of bronze. You know, and uh, um, yeah, it's a.
0: Where yeah, on earth did I you know, get that one from?
1: Particular. I brought off a guy that was here, living in New Zealand, but moving to Australia, and um, he couldn't, didn't, uh, he couldn't or didn't want to take it with him. So um, I think he that he couldn't take it with him because of its um, um,
0: potential as a weapon, it, even well, five thousand years later.
1: From, and that caused problems and yeah. that sort of thing. So he thought okay. they were better off to leave it here, you know, and. Uh,
0: what else do you have in your collection, Diz? Take us through some of the highlights. Uh, well,
1: uh, well, it used to be quite a massive collection, but over the last uh, five, six years, seven years, I've been um, selling it off because none of the family were interested in it and uh, uh, getting of an age where um, memory is starting to fail and that sort of thing, so better to sell it off now while we're a compost rather than leave it to my wife to sort of it out that doesn't know anything about it. You know? Yeah, so uh, I we're thought, down to uh, yeah. about about twenty uh, percent of what I had, and uh, um, mostly the better stuff that I yeah mm. can't really part with at present. <laughs> One
0: of your early earliest pieces was a kukri knife. Um, what yep. is that exactly?
1: It's a um, a knife that's used in um, by the population of Nepal and. Um, um in in northern Pakistan through that area there and uh it's a it's an everyday instrument, uh tool, you know, for chopping firewood, kindling, um butchering, that sort of thing. And um uh but it was also used by the Gurkhas as their as their sidearm in in the in the in the military and uh and they still wear a modified version of that nowadays, as part of the um, dress uniform. So.
0: Of all the things that you could have ended up collecting, why was it vintage blades?
1: Um, when I was in on scouts, one of the scoutmasters had a um, a small collection of a uh, couple of Gurkha knives and um, uh, brass-hilted um, European weapons, band swords or uh, pioneer arms, and that sort of thing. And I th- being a magpie, I, they were all nice and bright and shiny, and I thought, mm-hmm. "Oh, I, I would like to collect those." So that that was really the turning point when I was about, I don't know, about sixteen, I suppose, and uh, I'd just started work, and um, so I spent a lifetime of um, gathering the stuff together, and uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Have you ever had it valued?
1: Yes, we had it valued in two thousand and four by. Um, uh, we, after a, a sale of we, eastern weaponry of a, a friend of mine who passed away and uh, I was just amazed at the cost, the prices received at that sale. So I approached Webbs to do a valuation for me and um, yeah I was blown away too but uh, uh, it was uh, a lot more, a lot more than I expected and uh,
0: yeah, and now that you've sold some of it, do you think you've made back the money that you've spent uh, on it?
1: Well, I haven't sold everything, but the the, you know, that, the valuation was for insurance purposes, so it's you know, it's um, it's loaded in the higher range, any rate. But in the in the sale of the stuff I've made, yes, I feel that I've um, not that I can remember what I paid for a lot of it because I'm a very poor record keeper, and um, but probably in the in excess of eighty, eighty five thousand dollars so far, so far. so I've still got still got 25, 20%, twenty five twenty percent twenty, twenty five percent of it to still dispose of. And, yeah. Uh, there's Japanese weaponry and that sort of thing, so um, that'll increase the the price quite considerably. Many
0: others uh, around the world or here in New Zealand that collect uh, antique arms?
1: When I first started collecting and then the it would have been in the late 50s, early 60s. Um, the people collecting Eastern weaponry were non-existent. I was obviously out on a limb by myself virtually. So I was picking up stuff you know, very, quite cheap because nobody was really interested in it. And, uh, um, but now, if, uh, if I go to the auction where I'm selling my stuff, um, yeah, there's probably be three or four, maybe five people in the auction room that are always looking at at the Eastern weaponry because it's um, quite unique. You know, it's um, all handmade. It's um, no pieces are the exactly the same. They might look the same, but they all got subtle differences. In it and uh, um, and quite. Some of them can be some pieces can be quite ornamental in the hilts and that with gold and silver inlay and um, um, special designs of trees and birds or whatever and uh, lovely yeah so it's you know um, and there's a huge variety uh, particularly out of India it's each each um, how shall I put it each tribe has its own weapons mm. that are used solely by them. Um, and regions, the weapons are different from region to region too. You know? and, uh, yes, history, history in those objects. Oh, yes. yes it's, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Hey, great work. Um, thank you for telling us a bit about your collection today and I hope you continue to get some joy when you, whenever you look at it.
1: Yep. Thank you. Nice to talk
0: to you. Collector's Corner. If you know someone collecting something interesting, drop us a note, jesse at rnz.co.nz.